The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. Coming up on this week's episode, we'll look back at Friday's 0-0 draw with Cove, which has turned out to be a massive missed opportunity for the deep to become champions. But the only thing worth talking about is the massive game coming up against Queen's Park on Friday night on TV. We'll try to give our expert opinion on what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And of course, we end it by looking back on this day with the D-Archive. Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host Daniel Smith and with me is a man who's etching his place into Dundee folklore. He's often stopped in the street and at the football with people often asking, you're that guy eh? Not only that, he's been spotted out and about the day, the day by the local paparazzi with pictures going up all over Twitter. He's got the potential to be as big as the 2002 version of Kelly Clarkson. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr Paul Gray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny, how are you doing? Not too bad. <laughs> how long have you been thinking up that one? It just came to me and I thought, let's just go with it. What's the Kelly Clarkson got to do with anything? <laughs> Again, just thought I'd like you to All Kelly right, Clarkson. All right, cool, mate. So, thank you very much for that. <laughs> I'm better looking. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Bigger brass as well, no doubt. Uh, more than likely, mate. More than likely. <laughs> <laughs> but listeners, despite the laughter there, there's uh, there's actually pain in this podcast mm-hmm. because the opportunity to win the league this week or last week, uh, sadly, was taken away from us. Obviously, Friday night it was nil nil against Cove at Dens Park, and then the following day, Saturday, Morton done us a favour and beat Queen's Park 2-1, which meant that if Dundee were victorious on the Friday night, we would have been sitting here speaking about Dundee FC being champions and promoted back to the Premier League. But as it went, the Dundee FC way, we are not. And it's going to the last game of the season, and we are all shitting it. Just a bit. Just a bit. I'm still gutted about the result, mate. I mean, does Dundee want to win the league? Do we know what? Do we know what to win the league? Come on, I mean, the Moy has just stayed in the fridge. <laughs> it stayed Got on it. chilled. I'm really looking forward to it. As it's... Well. <laughs> it was a golden opportunity. It's a game that I did not think we were going to drop points. I thought we were going to score a good few goals in this one, and it would be an easy victory. But Cove set up eleven men behind the ball. And we just could not break them down. Hey, that is pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Missed opportunity in the penultimate game of the season. Do you know what I mean? Just absolutely just typical Dundee this season, to be fair, like um, ah, just ah, I mean you just knew where it was drawn. Yeah. You, I just felt well Martin were Martin were gonna win. 
I just knew it. I just knew it, and it would just be last game of the season. Here we go. Great. It was. It was, and like you said, I mean, Cove they did set up exactly the way that we thought they would. Eleven boys behind the ball, time wasting from four minutes on. Do you know what I mean? It was just cynical fouls, all this kind of usual stuff. I think George Cran referred to them as the dark arts of Scottish football, and he's bang on, mate. <laughs> Absolutely bang on. And it just frustrated us, and we just couldn't break them down. Couldn't break it. Couldn't do it. But, but that's it. We can speak about eleven men behind the ball, and like I say, time wasting. Scott Fox again, and Che uh, Logan mm-hmm. was another one uh, who was always at it, and the ref was horrendous. But at the end of the day, none of that is going to be an excuse for drawing their null because up until about what the eighth, eighth minute. Did we look like we might actually score? There was no hardly any clear cut chances of any until uh, the final whistle was approaching. And I think Lyle Cameron shot in like the 89th minute. It was in like 90 I mean, the 92nd. Yeah, it might be the like 92nd. Yeah, that was probably the first time we'd actually put their keeper under pressure. And even then, it was a shot straight mm-hmm. down the middle. Not having a go at Cameron, it was uh, he's he's took a pint, um, but that's the closest. That's what I mean. It's the closest we were I'm up taking until the then. And also we had the header. <laughs> um, also we had the header off the post just afterwards. But that was uh, we just could not break them oh, down. Mate, there was more more chances than that. Like, but those are the two that spring to mind because it was just, you know, it was everybody kitchen sink and all. Do you know what I mean? Going for it, but yeah. uh, Cameron's shot, man. Either side. Yard either side, it was bursting the net like, yeah. Ah, the header. But the follow up, the header hitting the post, but then Sweeney's follow up. Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. Ah, I don't know. Just, ah, man. Yeah. Like you say, we had other chances, but all of them failed to hit the target. You you had Robinson's in the the first, say, 10 minutes. Great work from Kubiak cross it right in and it was a hard one for him to take but you just think that goal goes in that is the nerve settled and there's no looking back but we are just now speaking about what we spoke about in pods uh, gone by especially last week and the week before if we got that early goal then nerves are settled and we probably win this and we're just rehashing we're just going over old ground here by um, not taking the chance and then making it hard for ourselves and well, dare say that we got suckered into Cove Rangers' uh, game plan of frustrating us. I mean, I don't think we played badly up until, like you say, the final third. And then we just lacked That's been the story of the season. That's been the story of the season, man. Boyer's been saying that in his post-match interview since day dot. Got to make better decisions in the final third. Got to be more clinical. It's been the story of the entire season, man. It's just... ah. Uh, I can't believe you're actually having to relive this game again. I was I was gutted Friday night, hung over to fuck on Saturday. Today, I was feeling a wee bit better, but now that we're here again, oh my God, so frustrating, man. It's honestly <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah. Um, not even frustrated by the way Cover playing, but the way that Dundee were playing. And we just, like I says, we just couldn't break them down. And like you says, no clear-cut chances in that. It was just... I don't know. I mean, Cove anticipated probably the way that we were going to be playing. It was the same lineup for the third game on the bounce. And what has it yielded? Three draws. So, 
I think something may, Boyer could have maybe mixed it up a wee bit. I don't know for the game, but just... I thought that I thought that before the game we might see Paul McMullen back in the team. I know he's been off the boil, but he's a boy that I get him in the team and he plays the whole ninety minutes. He probably sets up at least one goal. And the thing is, he's got the pace, and and he's up against Shea Logan. How old is he? He must be about forty. He's not got any pace. He would have ripped him to shreds, man. I just think with Mulligan and McMullen on the right there, they would have absolutely tore them apart. But wasn't to be same starting lineup. Which to be, mate, come on, we've all been critical of Boyer. You know, he's, why is he chopping and changing? Oh, God's sake, chopping and changing all the time. But then he's stuck to a team, and it's kind of been like, well, that team's only got three, well, two draws prior. Maybe mix it up. You're at home. I would have seen me. I would have went with three up top there, eh? but that's me. Now it just went all out, all out, all guns blazing. Especially since they they offered absolutely nothing. None. Coming, coming to us, everything that they did was dealt with accordingly and with ease. So I think it could have been a wee bit of a, let's mix it up and let's put a, an extra man in midfield or something, or let's get another man out wide, like McMullen. Like like you say, we've, we've had a go at Boyer for changing these teams too often, but... It seems like we've been quite petty. Probably not, uh, but this this was a, a probably an ideal opportun, oppor, opportunity to mix it up because, like you said, it was uh, coming up to the second game on. Well, it was the third game on the bounce of the same team. Paul Hartley is, would have had scouts. He would know what he was like as a Dundee manager. He goes mm-hmm. to the games. He probably was at a game at some point to see Dundee and seen the way they lined up. All he's got to do is just say, right, just keep back and uh, just every man behind the bat because uh, they've got Cameron there and realistically from midfield, he's the only man that can open up defences. So keep him quiet, keep Robertson quiet like he did. We two men on him at all time. That's the, the game plan that they did and it worked. So you would have thought it could have been an ideal time for Boyer just to give him a little bit of a swerve mm-hmm. ball and uh, change it up. Like you say, it's it's a team that has shown good spirit though to come back against, like you say, your Morton, the Morton game. We've done well, we've we've beat teams, but we have kinda well not kind of, we've stuttered the last mm-hmm. few games as the f- third draw on the on the bounce. Any one of them draws as a win and we have mate, won the league. Mate. It's a <laughs> it's gonna be a classic case of shooting yourself in the foot of results next uh, this Friday. Don't go in your favour. Or result. I think he plays the same lineup and we get a draw. We're going to be sat here complaining. Probably not. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'd be like, well done. You, you play the brilliant. team that knows what the blind, draw. What so well done. This is the thing. I mean, I always feel like this with, I don't know about you, but as a Dundee fan, I mean, old boy always say, it's always like, what if? What if? You know, I, I just think of like, <clears throat> like games that come off the top of my head are like the Inverness game, the one all at home. What if we'd actually seen that game out, won it? Hamilton away. I mean, there's uh, beating Morton. What if we had just beaten Morton this season? We'd be sat here as champions. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I uh, just, it's the story of our season, mate. Story of the season. Paul, Paul, it's not just a story of the season of what I've for Dundee. It's a story of Can my I, life. What if I didn't even like football and just, just didn't even deal with all this <laughs> that, I've, that I deal with and saved myself the heartache and maybe stop the grey hairs coming in and my hairline mm-hmm. was seeding just as much as yours. <laughs> no, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I might get there. <laughs> oh, pretty soon, mate, pretty soon. But that's what it's like. I mean, it's all, um, I, I just had a brief look at the games, you know, the fact, you know, through, the, you know, the results of the season. It's just like, we should have won that game. Should have won that game. We went 1-0 up in that game. 1-0. We should have seen that game through. I just didn't think we've got the, the killer edge or the killer instinct to see games out. Do you know what I mean? I just don't think we do. Like, and I think, and again, that goes back to what like Boyer's been saying the whole season. We didn't hear that that, that clinicalness final third. Mm-hmm. Just didn't. I just don't think we have it. And thank fuck that nobody else in this league does as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just it wasn't an enjoyable game. Not going to remember it at all, really, that much. Um, Standouts for me. I thought Mulligan was good, but when he when he was running forward, but he was hesitant too few time uh, too many times. He could have really ripped them apart. Really, I noticed that. I noticed that he was. He there was times you thought just head down and belting cool. that wing, and he he was cutting in. It was yeah. I, I don't know what that was because any other game. He's doing that. He's running down the byline, eh? But this game, he, he wasn't. The thing was, when he when he I did know, do it, he... it was just he was going into the box and he was getting a ball in. But that 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 one where he just he ghosted past a couple of boys and laid it on a plate for Robinson and Robinson's put it into Rosette. I don't understand that. I, I, if you wanted it to fall to anybody, it was him. He just wasn't on his game. Just wasn't on his game. And Mulligan, he did it again, and it felt like Ashcroft. Ashcroft kept it down, but it was blocked. But I mean, it was just. <sighs> Sorry, man. Yeah, no, no, no. It's you have just made the noise that most Dundee fans have made, and not in the uh, enjoyable <laughs> Absolutely. way. Absolutely. I was just, ah, uh, just. Oh, I don't know, mate. I just, uh, yeah, yep. I didn't. I honestly, generally, it's... didn't even hear the words for it because, I mean, like I was texting you the day going, right, I'm about to start typing my notes, mate. I've not got a clue what I'm going to type. Just ugh, so gotten, just got it, mate. And I predicted it would be two one Morton, and it fucking did. Just typical, just typical. But hey ho. Yeah, like it's frustrating, and like I've said, I don't think we played entirely bad. It's just the final third. There was no cutting edge. We didn't know what to do purely because. It was just a, a wall of Cove players all the time. And so Reynolds had a brilliant game. Yeah. Must say. Yeah. He so did for uh, roll back the years for yeah, him, isn't he? He was very um, good. But I mean the thing is it was too easy for them at times, I think, because I mean you've got bloody <laughs> we'd be speaking about this all the time about wingers. A left footer on the left wing and a right footer on the right wing. It was playing into their hands, them just cutting inside and whipping the balls out. It was easy for them to defend. Like, um, I feel like the new McCowan was going to always cut onto his left. I've said it before, he's so easy to play against. I mean, don't get me wrong, he got some good crosses in from that, but again, it was the other defence just, just lapped up, lapped mate. Lapped up. up. But, yeah. But what we really need is people beating boys and getting into the box which never really happened because that is the way to unlock a defence that's sitting back mm-hmm. like that. Get in behind them and get the ball and just smack it into the middle of that box. Just, uh, you do that 
Dundee player gets the ball and, and then takes a shot. There's always that chance it's going to ricochet off a boy, or, yeah. you know, or even like putting the crossing could ricochet off something. It's one of those. It's just uh, nothing. But we've never done that. Nothing was enough. coming off or was, uh, but that that is taking nothing away from from Cove and their uh, their defence. I thought, like it says, I thought their defence was brilliant. But then were they brilliant or were we just shite? <clears throat> <laughs> I think what they did that killed the game. The game plan was there, just frustrate Dundee. They did, and it worked. It wasn't pretty at all, yeah. but a game of football is a game of football when you're needing points at the bottom and at the top, you know. I mean, they they gave themselves a wee lifeline. They'll look at that as a absolutely tremendous performance oh, yeah. from them. Been in the, we've been in the boat ourselves when we've played maybe Rangers or Celtic, and we've came away with a point and we've backs against the wall. And they, up. even like the way the Shea Logan was wanting the ball for a throw and even though there's a ball sitting right beside him he's what another yeah. one Scott Fox take his thing we've all been in that situation we're annoyed when it happens to you but when you're doing it and getting a point against a team you're not expecting to get you're thinking right, you're doing that correct oh yeah I mean absolutely <laughs> I mean another thing I mean I know we've kind of all been critical about the Boyer and these subbies I mean the lineup that was out it wasn't working we weren't getting through but instead of making changes to kind of like change it, he just made like for like subbies and it we just carried on as normal. Do you know what I mean? When he brought mm-hmm. on Footman Thomas yeah. for Jacubia and McMullen for Hannon, it was kind of like, okay, that's you're just playing the same. He did throw a wee curveball though, and I think you're the one that pointed out to me. He brought on Clampin and we ended the game with two left backs on the pitch. Yeah, that didn't work. At nope. all, did it? And I mean, there's no, no speaking badly about clamping and all that, but you never had enough time to put yourself yeah. into the game. But if that was me, would I have moved Jakubiak to the left and put Kwame Thomas up with mm-hmm. Robinson? Yep. Just something. Just make, just been, just change yeah. it up because that four the four four two great. We're playing two up top. Brilliant. It wasn't a working. So they're making like for like subbies, changing personnel, not changing a wee formation tweak here and there. It didn't do anything. It's just, it, it, I just, oh mate, I just mm-hmm. don't get it. Like, clearly plan A wasn't working. So let's go into plan B, boys. But there wasn't a plan B. It was just change the personnel. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you say, like like for like, and it wasn't working. It. it I mean, didn't get me wrong, I'll hold my hands up and say it must be hard for a manager to look at this game and think, like, what could I do here? And Because you're not wanting to lose a goal either, just in case, like, on the off chance, to see you, like, take a defender off, keep a... put another attacker on, you run the risk of losing a goal. Um, it's a hard one. Is it? We're all critical about everything. Me personally, I, I would have, <laughs> I would have had an extra man. I would have top. done. Yeah, absolutely, uh, another, another absolutely, attacker. absolutely. Because then, <laughs> uh, then if, if it, something did happen, then you've still got the last game mm. of the season to like just just win. Um, but if we managed to win that game, you know what? The pressure would have been right on Queen's Park, and the pressure was already on them, but even more so, and. You would have seen them get beat the next day, and you would have thought, "Well, that paid mm-hmm. off." Yeah, absolutely. But there's a lot. We're, we're here. We're speaking about what ifs. What if Marty had Baz <laughs> and all that? It might have not worked. It would then again. It's two blokes just blathering utter 
nonsense, but we'll put it down as a missed opportunity. That's it. It is, and it's a sickener. Another, an, another missed opportunity. It was a sickener, like especially with the crowd that came as well. Do you know what I mean? Just a, it was just a bit of a sickener. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm still gutted by it. Yeah. I, th- I don't think I would have been mm. as gutted if maybe Queens had won or something. Do you know what I mean? But the way that it panned out just perfectly, you know what I mean? That game, their game yeah. on Saturday, it was just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, yep. Just sitting there at quarter to five thinking, oh, I could have been, been that. But no, we've got... The more he was screaming yeah. my name, you know what I mean? Or would have been. But anyway, just fucking... Shit. <laughs> Wait, sorry, that's twice. Yeah. The Moy stays in the in the fridge, but Paul's right into the pressure. Oh, he is, mate. I can feel myself. I'm pure. I've I've went bright red. Eh? I'm absolutely livid. Like livid. I was livid at full <laughs> time as well. Like I was obviously we were quite. I think it was row H or someone in the dairy, and I was waiting to get out, and I was like, the fuck this. Boom, boom, boom! All the way up the stairs. Uh, not the stairs, up the seats. Like boom, boom, boom! Get me out of here straight to the battle cruiser <laughs> I got to the point where they're drinking the pints and there's like you know when the pints like still in your throat it's like you couldn't even swig anymore I was like nah I'm up the road Fuck. the sorrows <laughs> were drowned and the head was thumping on Saturday put it that way <laughs> um, Boyer's interview at the end of the game my come on man just come out and see what it is it's frustrating and we should have done better instead of saying positives and there's no positive <laughs> there's no many positives from that game at all don't it and then even the you, it's going to be exciting last game. i didn't want excitement in the last game of the season i want none i want it done oh, and dusted did you, did you think it was scripted what was he on yeah. about the the, the positive <laughs> from that game what what positive i mean even if we didn't hear legstons and go we still would have kept the clean sheet you know, like that clean sheet. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, means none. Fucking absolute garbage. Like, it, it, but the fact that, that Sutherland, when he's and Crichton and obviously Foster are there, and they go, yeah. So Gary, how do you feel about the game? And he's like, oh, we can take the positives. And the panel start laughing like he's having a joke. And they're like, oh shit, wait a minute, he's actually being serious. He thinks there's positives here. There's zero positives mm-hmm. there. None. None whatsoever. Honestly, car crash material, mate. Absolute car crash. I'd... And even um, he he disagreed with who Foster. was it again? The person that's all. That's right. Uh, Didn't even know his name. Richard Forster. No, the... I couldn't remember his name there myself. To be honest, I was just say the the guy that's loving uh, Amy McDonald's purse. <laughs> Fair play, him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Made man, oh, absolutely. Made man. Uh, but yeah, what he said, yeah, the gentleman to my right, I disagree one with peppered their goal. Peppered their goal with shots off target. That's hardly peppering the goal. <laughs> it's like it's... Yeah, Richard, Richard Foster was spot on <laughs> what he says. Yeah. Absolutely spot on. Oh, mate. Oh. Sometimes it's better just to come out and call a spade a spade and say that just was not good enough. I mean, they didn't have to slate the team or anything like that, but you can say, look. Final third, we just weren't up to that. Just never knew what to do. Obviously, somebody's never made the impact that I wanted, but we'll have to just get past that. Then you'd be thinking, like, fair play, man, mm-hmm. fair play. I just, I just, I couldn't believe it. 
obviously I'd never seen it at the mm-hmm. time so it was at the game but I've watched it back and I was just I've watched it twice and I'm just the head in my hands cringe it's just so wrong on so many <laughs> levels just unbelievable mate unbelievable oh man I'm so honestly I'm I'm absolutely fizzing now <laughs> like fizzing <laughs> like I, I totally agree with you I feel like he should have came out and went like that that's an unacceptable result we needed to win that game okay yeah oh a point oh it keeps the top woohoo great but it's <laughs> fucking oh mate. I don't even know what to say. I'm not even looking at any notes. I've not I've typed up stuff. I'm not even reading that. I'm not even looking at it, mate. Let's just go. Let's just keep going. <laughs> this is good stuff. Basically, basically, I mean, if you're thinking a, a nil nil draw against bottom of the league and you're top for a game that could potentially win your league is a good result, then oh come on, man, give yourself, give a, yourself shake. a big fucking shake. Mate, I'm, I said I was going to say it right, but over the course of the season, we've dropped 14 points to the bottom three. And that bottom three, they've been the bottom three all season. And we've dropped 14 points to them. And that, for me, that's unacceptable. Like, And this is what I mean, like, oh, and instead of that, a draw here, a win, we could have been, we could have been, cha- is that, man, <laughs> it's just, honestly, 12 draws as well. There's only one team that's got more draws than us in the in the league, and that's our broth. That's a third of your games that you've drawn. Mate, I'm sorry, that's just not acceptable for a team that wants promotion, wants to be champions. That's not acceptable, like. But hey, oh, here we are. We still have the potential to be champions. Yay! Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's it's like <laughs> two runners with broken legs trying to go over the finish line. This is what this end of season oh is like. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Ah, oh, come on. You, do you want to go top for a bit? Nah, nah. I'll, yeah, you go top. Oh, okay. Do you want to win it this Do you want to win it this weekend? Nah, nah. We'll just... Uh, fucking <laughs> minter, mate. It is. It, I, used, I used to think that this, this league was really competitive. And it is. But only competitive because everyone are just on the same level of dog meat. <laughs> no team deserves to win this. Like, I mean, what, 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 uh, yeah. Danny, what was the stat that that page put up? The nearest toe poker about Queens. Uh Queens Park have picked up. Was it four points at their last twenty five? Twenty one points. They've got four points. Twenty one. That's it. Still yeah. second. Can still win the league. What? Like. <laughs> Mate, I know that like you like you. I think you've just hit the nail on the head. You've got a knack of doing that every pod. You hit someone on the head. Like everybody goes on about the competitiveness and how tight it is. No, it's because Abdi's shite. <laughs> We're just a little bit less than everybody yeah, else. <laughs> that's what it is. Like it's just, oh mate, it's unbelievable this season. It really is. It's just it's wild, man. But. Especially when you see the league now, and obviously it's kind of going away from speaking about Dundee a wee bit, but everybody in the last game of the season has got so hard to play for, except from Rafe Rovers. They're just like no man's land. That's they've just let let everybody else do uh, just finishing mid. That's it. But everybody's got something yeah. to play for. Yeah, it's bonkers. I mean, did it get me wrong? Have you have you ever neutral looking at it? You think ah, that's the type of league you want to see? But as a Dundee fan, and you you see. The 
points that we've dropped in the run of form. You like we should have had should have been good few mate, games ago. No games ago, fucking weeks and months ago, this should have been done and dusted. Yeah, they're fourteen, yeah, fourteen points still... against the bottom three, like fodder. Honestly, like ah, <laughs> that is just ah. Oh. It's abysmal, mate. We should have been, me and you should have been sat here with the Roman cigars for like the last two months. <laughs> look, look at all the peasants trying to get second place. <laughs> Fucking bothered. That's what it should have been like. But no, nah, now we're sitting here bricking ourselves because we could, I mean, I'm going to say it. See if we, see if we don't go up, like it's champions, we will not go up through the playoffs. I'm, I'm saying it, mate. I can't, after seeing some of the teams play this season, I find it very hard to see anybody going up via the playoffs for the championship. Probably the best bet would be yeah. Inverness, who have really hit form. They because they went through that bad patch in the middle of the season where I think half more probably half of the team mm-hmm. were injured, and they were pretty bad with that. But if you look at before and after, again that that kind of uh, bit in the middle, then. <laughs> and that's what's probably fucked them this season. Yeah, which would be the saving grace for a lot of us. Exactly. That's exactly it, mate. I just, I, I, but I'm not even being like optimistic about. Sorry. See the I'm carry no. on. See the mm. playoffs. See the playoffs. Though I, I know what you mean as well. The way I think about it is, if we go into the last game of the season, end up getting beat from Queens Park, then the, that mentality of losing the league in the last game of the season. That'll stick with us. We wouldn't like we wouldn't go up through the playoffs because we of that. To, that would totally scunner us. Uh, well, uh, it'll linger <laughs> a bit the team. Uh, well, and I just don't think the team has the capacity to then go into these playoff matches and, and do it. Well, hopefully, we don't have to worry about any damn playoffs. But looking at the game um, <laughs> coming up <laughs> or this Friday against uh, Queens Park, it's on TV. Dundee are on a nine games undefeated streak with four wins and five draws. But three of them draws have came in the last three games, four out of the last five. Queen's Park have four defeats, one win and one draw out of the last six games, only scoring two goals and conceding nine. So to say as much as we've kind of had wee bits of moans there, we are definitely going into this game on a better run of form than them. Oh, you said it. You said it. <laughs> what was the other stat? Well, yeah, but, and <clears throat> we're undefeated against them. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> was it four games, three wins, and one draw, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I'm not speaking. If I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, I just got to wait and see how this goes, how this pans out. Really, it's like every other game. It's it's not just a must win game though. It's a must not lose. It's a cup final. It's a the cup final. Book, we never get to any cup the finals. Book, out the windy for this game. Like it will be. I think this game's going to be full blown gung ho both sides, but that'll probably work in our favour. I think. And it's obviously it's a title decider, and it's definitely turned into a bit of a grudge match because of the ticket fiasco that's ensued mm-hmm. over the last week. So obviously Queens Park were uh, 
not giving Dundee a good enough allocation of mm. tickets. I think their excuse was, well, they never took this much up last time, but obviously Dundee took it to the SPL or the SFA board and they says, no, you've got to give them more tickets because I think they, they know it's it's a huge match. Dundee will take a fantastic crowd. We'll probably take a lot more than the tickets that are getting offered to us, obviously. Yeah. So there will be that little bit um, added to the Saudi huge match. Uh, obviously, Queen's Park, they, they didn't want as many Dundee fans there as possible because they want, we'll basically turn this into a home mm-hmm. game. So they want, they didn't want that because it's a disadvantage, a possible disadvantage possible. to them. So we can see where they're, yeah, I can see where they're coming from, but they've kind of went about it the wrong way and um, offered us just uh, pittance. I think, led to believe it was 400 That's tickets that. initially. So, um, We'll wait and see. It's uh, tickets are going to be like gold dust. Oh, they will be. They'll be like Willy Wonka's ticket. You I'm know what I mean? I'm even led to believe that at the time of recording this, Paul, that there might be one or two people outside the ticket office as we speak. So, <laughs> fair, fair play, play to them. Fair Fuck, play I to them. Be doing that. <laughs> no way. Oh, they got tents in that. I <laughs> got um, chips. We. Festival chairs. Oh, hear that sound. Where we heated poncho. A flash. A right. feel bad for the closest in that vicinity then. <laughs> I feel I feel like going down and just saying to anybody, like, there's my season ticket, go and get me go and get me the second ticket. Yeah, you should, mate. And just say, look, okay, yeah, twenty mate, there's twenty brick. There's there's fucking there's ten cans, mate. Just like I can imagine I can imagine that everybody's got that covered uh, more than likely i mean it, 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 you can see why queens have done it uh, that's a given like i mean why why would they want their supporters outnumbered probably f- four to one probably do you know what i mean why five to one maybe you never know make it like a home game and you know that'll spur dundee on right but um yeah these tickets I know fine well, I'll not get a ticket. I've not got a season book. I didn't go like every single home game, every single away game, like some people do. There will be people that do that that will miss out, which is an absolute shame. Like, but I still think there'll be a crowd, a crowd that will go through that haven't got tickets. Like, therefore, yeah. I mean, it's not the club's fault about the people that go to home and away games that are going to miss out. It's not their fault no. at all. They've been put in between a rock and a hard place. They've got to think of something. So there will be people that. Buy ticket. I mean, you, you, you've seen people comment on it. So there's people that don't buy a season ticket, but they've probably went to the majority or all the home game uh, away games and a lot of yeah. home ones. They're going to miss it because they've got a season ticket. But then you've got boys that do have season tickets that go to all the home and away games who will be feeling well. I pay my dues. I should be kind of first in line here as well. You're never going to get the um, and well, you have got them between in between us. It's just going on sale. The season ticket holders, one per person. Maximum or two, you've got another season ticket um, book there as well. That's what they've came up with, and it is possibly the the fairest way to deal with it. Well, yes, I know I said season ticket okay. book, whatever. Let's deal with it. Embrace it. Okay. Season book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it is probably um, the only fair way to do it. Just season book holders, holder. Uh, first, basically, first refusal. That's it. 
because of the new, I mean, supporters groups, um, there will be people that go to all their games that have gone to miss it, but people that they sit with on the bus that have got a ticket. So there's never going to be a scenario that everybody's going to be happy. No, no you can't please everybody. Not a chance. Look at us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that that is what it is with that one, and I hope people that want tickets get tickets, and obviously there will be people that are heading down there anyway to potentially maybe get a ticket outside the ground. If no, go to the local water holes. So it will be a great atmosphere. No matter That's the way what. I think it should. Well, it probably will be. If the boozers have got any sense around, around if there is any in that vicinity, if they've got any sense about them, they would go, Dark Blue's welcome. Watch the game in the boozer and they'll obviously spend the Dark Blue pound in the, the local, like you says, the local watering holes. You know what I mean? I think I'd, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in, I'm really in two minds. Finish work at three, could easily just jump on a train because the buses will be full. The buses will be full with, you know, boys with the tickets and that, but could easily jump a train like, Straight Sterling, then Sterling to Larbert, Larbert, and then, yep. Or I could just watch it in the Boozer in Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like if I didn't get a ticket, and I'm pretty sure that I won't either. Uh, I will be the local establishments. That sounds like a plan. Although there was an, there that was would. another plan. Good old cousin Mike Danny, he did offer to uh, pay for me and you to go to hospitality at Queens Park, but. I sadly declined because I don't want to go with you. <laughs> well, Paul, I, I um, actually gave him a wee message and says, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> so, lads, I'm going to hospitality for the Dundee game. The title decider, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm pretty certain there would be people outside waiting for you to stop you going in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mob. Bloody animals! Absolutely, Adam. bump your ticket off you, smash your glasses. <laughs> stop! Are these Dundee fans stop a man joining? See how the rival fans are. I'll write you about you, sir. Okay. <laughs> oh, but me, I tell you, oh, I'm bloody sweating about this game. Absolutely sweating. I, I would, I would call anybody a liar that says that they're not. Be confident. Totally understand that, but to not even have a little ounce of doubt about this result could go anyway. It's going to be a nervy affair, mate. It's going to be a nervy affair. I just sound, I'm just like, I mean, who'd have anticipated this? Going to the promotion and relegation, going to the end of the last game of the season. It's wild. Do you know what I mean? It's just, but I'm really just struggling to figure out. Who we're going to play, how we're going to set up. Well, boy, you're go there for a draw. I mean, what 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 we're going to do? I mean, but for me, one thing mm-hmm. I will say for definite, they obviously they have to win. So they are going to yeah. go out all guns blazing, and I think that might play to our advantage. Yes. Now I was thinking that. So we've also we've got the players that can hit boys <clears> on the <throat> counter attack. We've got Mulligan, Wee's pace. You could be Arctic and Robinson, and you've got Cameron as well. We've got players there that can do it. And I would be, for me, I'd be putting Paul McMullen back in this Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Because he's another boy. Like, 
if we are going to, if they're going, they'll be going for us, and we'll be like trying to pick holes. This is not going to be eleven men sitting behind the ball for Queens Park, and I sure as hell hope that we won't do that against them. We've got to go there, look, looking for this first goal. That's it. That's it. We've got to get this first goal in this game. I think I think I think if, if they get the first goal, mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, and even. I would be bringing back Burn for this game over Maguire because it's going to be a battle that in the field. Sailed, but... I know it has. I know. I know it's out the way, but you'd think you'd let maybe personal feelings or whatever about players think. Let's just forget about it for the last game. The I'd have him over Maguire anyway. But... I think Burn would bring more protection for Cameron in in these mm. games, and we've actually not spoke about it. But how much have we missed? Jordan McGee since he's it's been unbelievable injured. like and I know fine well that I've been probably one of the first guys to slate him saying what does he do he's stinking but then you notice that it's like the first game after his injury you notice that straight away straight away just just tidies things up does yeah. the donkey work and I think if we need a player like that and I mean to be fair to Maguire he to, I don't think he started great against Cove but he kind of came in and he was like he was going for the kind of like a balls up in the air. He was going for it, you know. He was trying to give him his due. He was he was trying, but I just nah, he's too hashy bashy, too yeah. headless chicken for me. I just I very giving away mm. possession a little bit too. And that's much what for we me. can't I can't afford to um, do. We we cannot afford to do no. that. And 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 I'm glad that you said McMullen 100 percent because. And I touched on it earlier, but if you had McMullen and Robin, uh, Mc, sorry, McMullen and Mulligan, that's <laughs> too much of a mouthful. Like on the right, steaming at them, no got a clue. And the boy Robson that plays left back for them, he's absolutely fucking looping. Just get right on top of him, right on top of him. If McMullen's running at him and he's shining at, him, he's going to cut inside, to, cut inside for Mulligan going into the box, mate. It's honestly down the right, down the right. Yeah, telling you, like you say, put, I agree with you with a left back, put the boys down there because they'll try and shore up that and put boys across there. And if you keep somebody like McCowan on the left, on his foot, then you'll be looking at him mm. getting space as well. We've got the potential to, to drag defenders all over the place here if we can get our game plan yeah. sorted out and keep that, keep possession, be composed in the middle of the park. I think Burns the man to come in and do that. Like do the dirty work that McGee's been doing. Let Cameron do what he does, and let's take it from there. The defence, when we've been beaten, we can we look quite shoddy. So we've like conceding goals and all that. But we have got the best defence in this league, and when we have no conceding goals, we're solid at the back. You, you see it like nothing's getting through you. So if we can just have that going for us, get the Go first on. goal. I know. <sighs> First minute, one no Queen's Park or Sonny like off. Oh, nah, we, the, the, <laughs> I just, I worry that if they score first, then they'll just shop shop and then it'll just be Dundee going for them and trying to break them down. Where, and, and we showed that against Cove, we can't break teams down when they're setting up like that. That's my worry. We get this, fir- we get this first goal, then they, they're, they're going to keep going. They're going to keep going for us. Fucking hit them on the counter. Mm. I just do not like Queen Spark get on top. Nah. That's the that's boy a... Oakley as well, the right back. I quite I've quite liked him when I've seen him. 
Um, he looks a no bad player, but he went off at half time against Martin. Um, don't know why. Maybe I don't know if it was tactical or see if he's injured. That'd be fucking brilliant. Not that I wish injury on players. I've never done that ever, ever, ever. ever no, ever. no, no. I, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. I do. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, if he's if he's injured and out for the game, that's really good for us. Maybe we'll see Hannah get a ball in the box. That'd be class. Hope it's his hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fingers crossed but no nah, I would I'd probably play McEwen on the left but yeah McEwen on the left McMullen on the right for me so I'm not too sure if you did Paul but I, I watched the highlights of the Queen's Park game against Morton and they didn't look too good and looking at comments from the fans one person says what did we just play 11 cardboard cutouts what they said yeah <laughs> that's excellent <laughs> That's the story of their, like, what, the last seven, eight games, man. And I've, I said it on the last one. I've watched them a few times. They've been stinking. They have been. And it's just, you're just, you wonder why they've been there or thereabouts because they didn't look anything spectacular at all. No. But they're still there. I mean, they have got the potential to finish fourth, I think, in this league. <laughs> If results go against them, it's 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 quite yeah. mental now when you look at it. And I'm quite glad that it's coming to the last game of the season because the way Fissel and Cali have kind of clawed themselves back in to the top of the top four, then yeah, like well, that's good because it's uh, if it was a few more games, they could have been looking at fucking firing themselves uh, right into the mix. I think top. it's if Air win and Patrick win, would that be right? We've got, yeah, yeah, they, they too, do, and then they, they, they go fourth, and they don't have the buy. You know, we're finishing second. So, but it's, it, honestly, it's bonkers. It's absolutely wild this league, wild. But it's not great quality. <laughs> no, let's just get this league. Just get it done and dusted. Just get it done and dusted. Many chances have we thrown up? You know, it's just just do it. But like we touched on earlier, yeah. like moaning about Boyer playing the same lineup for three games on the bounce and getting draws. See if he plays it for the fourth, and we get the draw, mate. I'd, honestly, I'm, I'll, oh, it's Pep Boyer, like. <laughs> I'll, I'll make him. I'll say it now. He's an egg, you sausage. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be trying to get a ticket for the Player of the Year. Obviously, I'll probably be banned now for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, Boyer, come here, I'm due you. One kiss. That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that, I'm really glad my wife doesn't listen to yeah, this. Thank God for that. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, should definitely divorce her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like each week I'm getting more and more reasons to divorce me. I'm not saying a word, mate. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> Staying out of it. None do me. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd just... Shiting it, bricking it, whatever you want to use, yep. But quietly confident. Quietly. Mm-hmm. I'm just shitting it. Mm. I don't know. I'm no in-between wee, a wee bit of confidence. So I'm just either... Confident or just shit in it. 
and I'm at the other end of the spectrum of I generally just hope we hit them on the counter attack and get two and then it's 2-0 and then that's it game over done mm-hmm. done they can throw every in at us as long as we yeah. can cope with it and counter them then it's there for the taking mate it really is that's it just keep tight at the back keep tight at the back and just do what I mentioned earlier about just counter them and I mean, I didn't want to. It sounds bad, like saying counter. It sounds like we're going to sit back. We're definitely going to sit back no, in this game. We'll be looking to put this game oh, yeah. to bed. We're not going to th- th- see if we do sit back, though, mate. I, I'm not going to be happy. Like, but if we just invite just a wee bit, win the ball, counter, one 0 same again, two 0 all the way up to seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's back. He's nah, come on, like see prediction wise. I'll take a draw. Honestly, I would, obviously, I'm going to say that. <laughs> obviously, I'm going to say that. Yeah. But to all, um, that's that's it. Imagine the final minutes, and it's to all. Imagine the absolute nerves on that one. No, oh, mate, oh. I just, I just, oh, I'm just, I'm still gutted that we're not sat here just like pure, hey, hey, how's it going, Dundee fans? Oi, <laughs> we're the champions. Next game, Wackiers, Wackiers. Yeah. <laughs> I think we will uh, do it. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. I think you'll, I think both sides, uh, both set of fans, both sides will be thinking, we can do this. To be fair, it's like you said, mate, as a cup final now, it's forms at the Dundee. There'll not be any fan from either side that thinks, oh, we are going to get beat. They'll all be thinking, nah, we can mm. win this. It is, it's there for I, the taking. It is absolutely there I mean, for it the is, and I mean, see, come on, I think, I think it's going to be an absolute tactical battle. That, that's what I think. You know, it'll be like a game of chess, yeah. mate. See, you want, waiting to see who's making the first move. And, do you know what I mean? See who can exploit yeah, think- you know, frailties and the defence, but see see for me, if the boy, like I says, if the boy Oakley right-back's out, brilliant. The boy Rob's in a left-back, dug me. Botang, is it? Who, who's their, who's their centre-half, the big dump one? Oh, Botang. Yeah, he scored at the yeah, weekend. Good goal. Good goal. For the highlights that I was on, he actually done no too bad, but then that's highlights, so you can't really... But then I, I look at the comment for the boy about the living cab at mm. so... We'll go with that, that, mate. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, no matter what, I guarantee you, the last 10 minutes of this game will be absolutely end-to-end. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, yeah. I think it's just going to be, I think the game's going to be wild. And it is definitely going to be a game for a neutral. For a, for a D, mm-hmm. sat watching that. Nah. If you, nah. <laughs> if you're, no, if you're <laughs> an every person, then I watch it. So I'll not be watching it. <laughs> Speaking about uh, neutrals watching the match, uh, at the game on Friday there was a gentleman sitting in front of me and I never actually got to catch his name. But Martin Tosh, who sits in front of me, was speaking to him and he's uh, one of those uh, ground hoppers. So he goes to, every, he tries to go to any game, any place I can go. And he's a long-time Man City fan, he's from Manchester. Um, but he, he wore a Rochdale Tammy, but he's, he lives in Wrexham. So he's getting about, I actually thought he was a Wrexham fan, and I was like, oh, Rochdale. He's like, no, I just bought bought the Tammy when I was there. 
fantastic gentleman. He um, he says that the game against Cove for neutral was fantastic because it was just backs against the wall for one team and the other team trying to get a goal and it just no working. He says, I absolutely loved that game and it was proper atmosphere as well. He says it was boys wanting a goal, nerves, like despair, we no going in. He says, absolutely loved it. And um, he actually says that the, the day or the day before he was at the uh, Arsenal, the, the Man City Arsenal game, and he thought your game atmosphere was better. <laughs> I'm glad somebody enjoyed it. Obviously, I forgot that you're an Arsenal well, fan. I'm, what are you talking about? I forgot oh, about right. You're one of those boys that you're one of those boys that has the second team in England, eh? For a wee bit the success. target was uh, to finish in top four, so finishing second, that's no bad, mate. <laughs> mate, dinner, because both teams are fucking bottling it, mate. <laughs> this is, it's, Aye. I think Arsenal have yeah, bottled it. Yeah, Arsenal definitely bottled it. Let's forget about them. Dundee, you better no bloody bottle it. I swear to God, man. That'll be it. Don't, Don't do, do it in Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> but, yeah. but I just wanted to give the boys a shout out because uh, I like that. I like when you see boys going to all these grounds and just to see a game of football. And he, he turned around to us and he was saying um, he was actually going to the Airdrie game the next day. And we were like, just stay away from yeah, the fans. Just, yeah, stay clear. <laughs> Stay clear. Enjoy the game, but just stay clear of the fans. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why? I was like, oh, I've not got a thing to tell you, but just, yes, believe us on this one. <laughs> ah, superb. Superb. Has he yeah. done a vlog or that, or what? is it just... No, no, but I'm not too sure if he does a blog or something like He was taking pictures and yeah, videos, cool. so that's what I totally, totally missed out on getting his name or whatever, but he was asking about the podcast and uh, he was going to get a listen, so just in case he does, like... To the gentleman sitting in front of me, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself because we sure saw, didn't we? Yeah, we certainly did not. <laughs> Too much to take. Oh, brilliant, mate. But that's it. There's enough. That's enough we can speak about this game coming up on Friday. We're going to move on. That's the end of the chat. We're going to speak about the DR hey, Come on. Because there is some good I ones. I bet in there it. is. I just need to find what I've done with them. There we go. So, what day is it today? The 30th? Yes. So it's the 1st of May. And it was a humdinger for Dundee. It's European Cup semi-final, second leg. Obviously, we were hammered 5-0 in the first leg across in the San Siro. But AC Milan came calling at Dens. And we beat them 1-0 through an Alan Gilzine goal. It was not enough. And I think Gilzine also, yeah, he did. He got these matching odds in that game. Which was, yeah... Not often that, well, I think it was the only red card Gilzine possibly got. A day that most United fans just want to forget and one that Dundee fans love to listen back to or watch back to was the Dune Derby. Oh, brilliant. Also, Edward O'Fearer, I think that's his name. Something like that. I can't mind, but he scored. Uh, he scored, but then... Uh, Costa Gadzilov equalised in the 77th minute before Craig White and scored in the 93rd to send them down. Say that. Seems Say like Costa's a, name again. Seems like a long time <laughs> ago. Costa yeah, Gadzilov. Yeah, he's pronounced that really well. I'm proud of you, mate. I like how you're trying to make his like, trip up by saying it Mate, not at all. I'm very impressed. What a day. What a night. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. And then, and then we couldn't build nah. on it. <laughs> Look at us nah. now. And they'll they'll claim, oh, we were already relegated. We were already going down. Uh, but we put you down. So, 
off your pop. <laughs> let us have it, eh? Just let us have it. <laughs> You've got plenty on us. Just let us have it. <laughs> Hi. So, the third of May. It's another good one. It is Dundee 2, Dumbarton 1, 2014. It was the day that we won the championship. Just. Just. And also, I think we can turn around now and say, you know what, Martin? We'll let you off now because you went away and beat Queen's Park there. No. Well, no. I'm, I'm forgetting about the 10 2. No. Here, oh, here comes Bill oh, Paul. Oh, no. See, I'll be going, oh, yeah, Dougie Rimbry. Well done. Fuck him. Fucking mutant. No, I'm taking it as a personal attack because I also tweeted about Dougie Emery being a stand-up was boy. actually directed <laughs> solely at you. <laughs> nah, stuff Dougie Emery. <laughs> stuff him. <laughs> Once a cheat, always a cheat. <laughs> yeah. May the 4th, 2003, it was a dress rehearsal for the Scottish Cup final. Dundee 2, Rangers 2. Dundee went ahead through Fabian Caballero. Rangers equalised and Fabian Caballero. I think he scored a carbon copy of the first goal that was just absolutely nailed it from the outside of the box. Yeah. And obviously then Rangers scored the equaliser. But it was a good dress rehearsal for the final. Unfortunately, obviously we can't what happened in the final, so we'll not speak about nah, that. Let's, not, let's just, we'll just move swiftly on. <clears throat> May the 6th, 2000. Now, this was... a. Uh, a 3-0 win for Dundee against Dundee United. Willie Faulkner grabbed two goals while James Grady also scored a goal. I think James Grady actually scored a header in this game, which for the weirdest man ever is quite a feat. Think he's smaller than Lyle Cameron? Yeah, no. No, no. Take that. We need a... We need to get James Grady and Lyle Cameron together just to measure yeah, I the height. Yeah, I think we do. I, I genuinely think we do. But... Look, could be seen as a form of bullying, though, for them. You might think we've got a little bit of heightism about us. Probably. <laughs> you know, I'm not exactly the tallest, like, but <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and then we move on to May the 7th, 1994. Already relegated Dundee beat Hibs 4 0 at Dens Park. Gary McEwen, George Shaw, Steve Pittman, and an Ian Anderson penalty, which I think made Ian Anderson the youngest ever goal scorer in the top league. Possibly, no, it wasn't he. Andy Penman was still, I was waiting to say Dundee, but it was still Andy <laughs> Penman. But I think he was the youngest score in the top flight with that penalty. And then the only reason I picked that is because that's the first of a game I remember oh, being at. So just purely for oh, myself. Why not, mate? Why not? It's your website. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that is it. That's your DR archive filling for this week. Can't wait for May the second. <laughs> yeah, um, it's this time of the month where you've always got the big games on it, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can add another one to that next week, April. Yeah, let's fucking let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get that draw. <laughs> <laughs> Get that 13 straw this season. Come on, Dundee, get that 13 straw. Come on. No, no. Yes. <laughs> Zero shots on target. So what? Yes. Tops will be off. <laughs> uh, well, we can only just live in hope. Well, me getting my top up. Yeah, we'll be. 
Of mm, course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen pictures of you with your tap off, by the way, in Ross's well, bar. Have you now? <laughs> have you managed uh, to see that? We'll speak about that later. <laughs> it's on Twitter. Uh, absolutely but... excellent. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Tops off, mate. Tops off. Rossi's bar, wild. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that is us for this weekend. Uh, this is weekend this week. Um, obviously, it's a big one coming up. So we hope to be back speaking about a triumph. If not, it's just going to be one big hell of a moan next week, chaps and lasses. Ever <laughs> so slightly. Yeah. Oh, but we'll leave it on that. Thanks for listening, and we will speak to you next week. Mon the fucking bees.